Sitters, what's good? This is Joey Edge without Bradford Douglas and Chris Martinez. Hey, what's going on, boss? And we are Front Porch Sitting. What's up, man? Hey, man, living it, living it. Before we even get going, I have to let the people know that I I came out here. Brad was supposed to cook steaks tonight. Yeah, because he said he could cook steaks. Yeah, and I called BS on that and kind of called his bluff. I was like, okay, we'll cook them then, hot shot. Um, Coincidentally enough, Brad is not here to cook said steak. Uh, not not only to not cook the steaks, he's just not here. Just not here. Right. So I stopped by the gas station on my way in, got a little bit of protein, uh, like literally beef jerky. And then uh, <laughs> I sat down and I was like, well, this is my dinner. And Joey's like, dude, you want, a, you want a chicken quesadilla? And I'm like, nah. And he looked at my beef jerky and he looked at me and was like, are you sure? I'm like, yeah, I'll probably take one, man. <laughs> so anyways, Joey brings his best Cheese quesadilla, and it wasn't even fresh. She told me it was made yesterday. It was made yesterday. Warmed Still so good. Appreciate that. <clears throat> Appreciate that little plug right there. Yeah, come see him. He's going to open up a food truck soon. I'm, I'm good with that, actually. I would love to do that. I think it'd be a hell of a lot of fun. That would be fun, wouldn't it? Yeah, real talk. I really want to. So if anybody has a truck they want to donate, let's ride. Yeah. Um, anyways, while we're on a food truck, you know, at JW Weaponer, they have a food truck occasionally. But I heard that. Yeah. Forget the food truck for now, though. Let's talk about JW Weaponry and how you guys should go see them ASAP. Get all your gun and ammo needs. Give them a call at 386-243-8587. You can visit JWWeaponry.com, but like I've said many times before, it's way more fun to go talk to them. They're great people. Yeah, tell them the front porch sent you. Get your 5% off and uh, stay local. Support local. Exactly. Always shop local if you can. Yep. Um, what we got tonight? Uh, likes and retweets are free. Oh, yeah. We need something. We need more of those. Uh, reviews, too, on the podcast are really big. Like on Apple, if you use Apple, iTunes or podcast, whatever that app is called, really helpful if you give us a five-star review. If you've already given us a five-star review and it's been a while, most likely you can give us another one. So it takes like five seconds. Go in there, click the fifth star, help us out, uh, helps us show popularity. So. If you could, that'd be much appreciated. Yeah, we're on like 33 different platforms, so I mean, if you want to do them on all, that's great too. But if you don't, that's fine. Sure. I'm okay with that. At least Apple. Yeah. So uh, we might as well just go ahead and jump right into topic number one. Yeah. The last dance is over. Kind of disappointed. I really am. That was probably not nice. No, not probably. That was easily my favorite documentary that I've ever witnessed and watched ever. It's definitely mine on sports. Right, 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 right. Like, sport documentary, that was... The behind-the-scenes, like, footage and stuff was so ahead of its time. It's just crazy. It, it, I'm still kind of blown that they knew... Like, imagine being so, like, in the moment to know, like, what what is happening is so uh, spectacular or awesome or is going to age well or whatever. Maybe they just got lucky or maybe they knew. But either uh, way... Yeah, either way, I agree. Un- unbelievable awareness of their of that moment because i mean i can't imagine what what ratings it did i mean not only to capture all of it i mean we we talked about it you came over sunday night um we had several people here sunday night it was a good time sunday night actually i really really enjoyed it a lot yeah that was a good time i enjoyed that um but we talked about it then like not only to to have the wherewithal to do that and and to know like that it's gonna be it's going to be something that people want to see, but to hold it for as long as they did. Like they held this this footage and all these behind the scenes interviews, and they've collected them over the years. 
I mean, like David Stern was in it. David Stern's no longer with us, you know, and, mm-hmm. and there's many others that were the same way. Um, Kobe Bryant was in it, no longer with us, unfortunately. Yeah. But Jerry like, Krause. Right. Like, so many. Yeah. And, and, and to, to be able to like throughout the last 20 years, interview those people and, and like know that eventually we're going to put this, this documentary together and it's going to be a huge hit. It is just fascinating to me. Yeah, I mean, we can go on and on. There's just so many things I just had no idea. And I think people that lived in that time, it was uh, super illuminating for them, too, to see all the things. That was like, you know, for example, Coach Hosford, he loved the Bulls. And so it was like, man, there was stuff that he didn't even remember or didn't right. exactly know all the details. He just shed. Like, it was just unprecedented. There's never been that kind of access on something in that era, I mean, the closest thing we have to that is Hard Knocks. It comes out now, right? Where you have like pretty, you have a pretty damn good amount of access in in that show. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you, yeah, you do. But back then, like, you can't go back and and you know, it just makes you wonder, like, how are, are there any others? Like, I, the Lakers, uh, Shaq and his Lakers. He said that they could. We'll get to that, but oh, yeah, I, yeah, I would, yeah, you know, yeah. the the dynasties and uh-huh. it's just interesting, man. It's just. Uh, I'm sad it's over. It was really, really good for five weeks. I wish there was 10 more episodes. I agree. It was so well put together, too. I know we, we both of us kind of at first were like, you know, didn't really like the going back and forth, but I, I feel like it helped tell the story a lot better that way. It made sense to do it that way as they told the story. Right. Initially, I'm like, man, y'all are bouncing around so much. Uh, those of us who don't remember weren't around or paid close enough attention all the years I'm terrible with years anyways but yeah. you know I don't know it just it made sense to tell the story it, it made sense to understand like background and they foreshadowed and then showed stuff that happened at the end and you're like oh my god yeah how the hell did Phil Jackson hold this thing together <laughs> I never knew they were as dysfunctional as they were I re- I was young at the time you know especially during the 97 98 season I was you know 11 12 years old I think I was 11 for most for the most part there but I'm 11 years old, but I, I mean, I do remember watching a lot of the Bulls games because WGN, you know, everybody got WGN. Yep. So, you, I mean, Coach Hosford alluded to it when he was here. You, you like them and, and TBS. So, the Braves. Yeah, the Braves, the yeah. Cubs, the, the Bulls, the Hawks. Yep. You got, I mean, you got, you got, you had your stuff to choose from there, but that was like, that was the teams for us because that, we got those channels. Um, but I got to watch a lot of the Bulls, and, and man, it was, I, I, I loved all sports from the time I was two years old until right now. Um, you know, in the mornings on Saturdays, I would wake up and turn on sports center. Other kids were watching cartoons. I was like, nah, let me watch sports center yes. at three. Like I, that's just how it was. So I watched a whole lot of that stuff, but like to, to understand like the way Krause put the team together and then like basically destroyed the team at the same time. I like so much stuff that I didn't know behind the scenes and then, like you said, how dysfunctional. Like in my head, I didn't. I don't remember. Like I remember Dennis Rodman being on Monday Night Nitro back back in the day. <laughs> like I remember him hitting people with steel chairs on Monday night. <laughs> but I had no idea that he didn't go to the Bulls practice in the finals to go to WCW Monday Nitro. <laughs> like I just, I don't know if I didn't care, didn't know. I don't know. But that's insane. That's like, crazy. I mean, Dennis Rodman was one of the more interesting pieces to all of this. I. 
I didn't know there was as much depth to that guy as there was. Right. Like you, I remember crazy hair. He had a wedding dress on. <laughs> I, those are the two things that stood out to me. I just didn't understand. I did not know it was that level of off the chain. Yeah. I gotta go, we got to let Dennis go do Dennis. Like it is, he had, he's been on his best behavior. We got to let him go to Vegas for 48 hours. Which turned into a lot more than 40. <laughs> yeah. Like the fact that the fact that they even entertained it because there's yeah. nobody else. No, no, nobody. And there's nobody in today's game where they were like, they're like, hey, uh, I, I'm tired. I need a break. I'm gonna yeah, go hit yeah. Vegas for 48 hours. And no coach is gonna be like, yeah, no, nah, all right, cool. We'll see you in 48. No. Or, or bring in their their star and be like, Michael, look, Dennis needs a vacation. <laughs> the hell do you mean a vacation? <laughs> I've been carrying this team for 12 years. Yeah. I need a vacation. Right. It's just. Uh, I don't know. It, it was, uh, like you said, it was very well done. I'm really, really glad we were able to get that. Honestly, it was, uh, I don't know. I didn't, I don't know what I expected, but it wasn't that. Yeah. Uh, kind of the same. Do I you, mean, I was hoping for it, but I did not expect to get that type of, I just didn't. I really didn't. So we talked about Rodman a little bit. What are your thoughts on Scottie Pippen now as opposed to before? Oh, man. Yeah, that's tough. I mean, I don't want to say a bad word, but I feel like he's kind of a kind of a female. I love his game. I, I always love Scottie Pippen. Right. I lost, and I'm having the hardest time. I guess somebody pointed out to me so uh, ever so tactfully, Anthony Newton, um, <laughs> when Scottie took himself out of the game. Right. Um, like, you know, I'm not. I didn't get the ball. I'm not going to the game. Like I'm not going back. Right. And then he doubled down in the interview currently and was like, yeah, I'd probably do it the same. Yeah. But what do you mean? You right after he same? said, right after he said, like, that was one of the, the biggest mistakes or regrets. I can't remember exactly what he said. It was one of the biggest regrets of my life. But if I had to do it again, I'd probably do the I same thing. I probably wouldn't change it. Yeah, that's what like, it was. What the hell do you mean you wouldn't change it? Like, Anthony's, and when I was in high school, I didn't pull myself out of the game. I got benched because I, I don't know. I was. I don't know. I don't know. I know why. I'm not saying why. It was during the middle of the game. I didn't do anything off the field. I did something on the field. I, I called my own play is what happened, and it didn't work. And I got cussed out, and instead of just shutting up like I should have, I didn't. And my coach said, well, go sit down. We don't need you. And sure enough, I went and sat down. I, what I should have done is stood by him and did the right thing. I didn't. I threw my sucker in the dirt like a little bitch. And Anthony reminded me of that. Right. The difference is when they told me to go back, I sprinted back in the game. I didn't didn't stay. It didn't take long, but they sent me back in the game, and I went back in the game. Yeah. But so I lost a lot of respect for Scotty. Honestly, uh, I know it's one one event in a in a in his whole entire career, but I don't. And then I think it made it worse that he doubled down on it in his interview and was like, "No, nah, I probably wouldn't change it." Yeah. I, I, I feel like the proper thing would have been like, oh, "What happened happened. I can't change it, but if I could, I would." I mean. I don't know. I didn't. I don't know. What? What? How do you feel about it? Um, not a whole lot different about Scotty. Scotty, I always knew was a little bit of a of a different bird. He's a, he's a, he's kind of a weird dude. He is kind of weird. I, and I I knew that, but I always loved him. I didn't. I was like, man, he's such a great basketball player. He's such a good teammate. And then they, I'm like, I mean, he still was a good teammate for like ninety nine point nine percent of the time. Right. Yeah. And his teammates were shocked by that. It was just so out of character. So that's why I'm trying because I don't want I want to love Scottie Pippen, but yeah, I do yeah. have a bad take. That one incident, I'm gonna what I'm gonna do is just remove it, compartmentalize that, and take it out, um, <laughs> and pretend like that never happened. But other than that, I freaking love Scottie Pippen. Yeah, 
Scotty was—he was a great, great player, and just a weird dude, which is okay. There's nothing wrong with being a weird dude, and and he was—he was that. And uh, people, I, I think, I think people are okay with with his weirdness. Like Dennis was a, is, was so weird in such a different way than <laughs> Scotty. Scotty was weird. Was like he just kind of kept to himself. That's not weird, I guess, but. He's an introvert. Very much so. And, and he just, like, he, he doesn't communicate. It doesn't seem like he communicates very well with other people. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. But as far as, as, far as Scotty, I, not much changed on my opinion of him. And then, of course, we got to talk about the last one, Mike. How does your, did, did anything change as far as, as Michael Jordan? Because, you know, before the whole thing started, he said, I, I don't want people to look at me any different than they did before. I, I don't want people to make like think that I'm some horrible human being or whatever. And then I know, I think it was his daughter came out on one of the socials and said, you know, pops is breathing a sigh of relief about the whole thing being over and blah, blah, blah. So what's your thoughts on Michael Jordan now? Um, so initially I thought that there was a conversation for like, I don't want to go there yet. Oh, well, we'll circle back to the goat thing. Okay. Um, more importantly, I did not know he was that type of competitor. I mean, I knew he was a fierce competitor, but I think we can all agree that that is a different level of competitor. Yes. I, I, it just is. I don't, it's not up for debate. Like, go debate your dog. I, don't debate me. Right. I, I know Kobe was a competitor, and I understand that, but in my opinion, my opinion, it's, it's different. Now, there may be footage 10 years from now or five years from now that comes out about Kobe. He was the same way. And I know he was. I know, But Kobe was, I don't know. I, I don't want to make this about the Kobe thing. But as far as Mike is concerned, it's just I did not realize he was a level of competitor. And then I think it's evident his passion he has for competing. Right. Not so much basketball. No. Yeah, That's yeah. That's what a lot of people, mm-hmm. regular, not say regular people, but regular people that are not athletes and never play team sports and, or don't like to compete, don't understand the thing I miss most about football is competing. The thing I miss most about baseball is competing. It's not catching a baseball. It's not delivering a delivering a hit, making an interception. It's not that. It's competing. So we're you know we're able to do that by playing video games or by playing cornhole or by playing golf. Or it, it's competitors want to compete. I don't or mm-hmm. or at work right at work. I want to have the best numbers, best sell numbers. I, mm-hmm. So. Competitors want to compete, so I absolutely wholeheartedly can relate to everything that MJ was saying and to see his passion in not basketball. He said winning. Winning has a price. And he broke down and was like, break, like I'm done. Yeah. That was the most powerful thing of the whole documentary to me because that's something that could be applied to life. It's something that I get. Like when he says, if you don't understand that, it's because you never won anything. Right. Yeah, he means that. And that's harsh. But it's true. It's true. There's winners and there's losers. And, and that's when, the, you know, the, the, the bullshit they say about keeping score. We're not going to keep score for what? What are we playing for? I, I just can't stand it. So I that's what I took away from the documentary more than anything else was mm-hmm. that MJ is a great basketball player, of course, but he is a, a damn competitor. He wants to whoop your ass and, and not just not just whoop your ass. He wants to embarrass you at what, whatever they choose to do, whether it be golf, whether it be poker whether it be cards, whether it be freaking shooting quarters, ch- chunking dice, it don't matter. He wants to win. And so I can relate to that. I'm the same damn way, nowhere near the level. But as far as the, the competitive gene, I want to win too. And at all costs, it doesn't, I don't, there's, <laughs> there's not a whole lot of things 
to win that I'm not going to do. If, if I can get the edge, the advantage, I'm going to do take it. it. Right. I wholeheartedly agree. Um, you know, any, any young person that I, that I may have an influence on in their life. Like I, I you know, I coach 12 year old baseball team. I have a 13 year old myself. Mm-hmm. My youngest son, Bryce doesn't really care for athletics a whole lot, but like any, any young person, I, I urge them to watch it. Not because of the basketball, not because of Dennis Rodman. Just listen to Michael Jordan speak. Listen to his passion mm-hmm. for for something that happened twenty years ago. Yeah, like his. I mean, yeah, he came back for the with the Wizards and whatever. But th- we're, this we season that we're that he this documentary is on was twenty one now twenty one years ago, almost twenty two. Actually, it is twenty two years ago. It's twenty twenty now. Oh Lord, so twenty two years ago, but he still talks about it and still has the passion. Uh, of all of it like it's like it's in the moment now yeah like like you said at the end of episode seven there's nothing there was nothing better than the whole episode when he said break i felt that so hard i was like oh my god like chill bumps everywhere oh man i still right now thinking about it i'm still getting chill bumps just because like i know that he truly meant every single word that he said like he he wanted he he would rather rip your throat out Throw it on the floor, step on it a few times, then then have you even consider beating him at something? Or to even be in the same sentence? Yeah. So that's why you know, like this whole Michael LeBron, Michael Kobe thing. It, it not so much Kobe; they had a different relationship. But it's just you know how bad does that actually piss him off? Like, are y'all serious right now? You're yeah. putting this guy in the same sentence. He whether it's true or warranted, it doesn't matter. It does not matter. The thing too, the, then you know I don't want get off on it too much but with MJ and like how he feels about like being a competitor and and he didn't want people to think less of him after seeing this and and, and my theory on that is it's because he knows that's exactly who he is yes and he can't hide it he's not willing to hide it he right. wants to, he doesn't want to be hated or thought as a as an asshole or a villain mm-hmm. or but that's who he is so you, you get a good look at it, and you can't change it. Like right. that's who he is. So, and, and you most can't understand it. That's true too. So, like, you you can't even make sense of it. Like, either either get it or you don't. I feel like with him, I definitely agree with that. I will say that I think a lot of the the his his uh, wanting to be perceived in a certain way. I don't necessarily think that he wants to be perceived in a, in a certain way or not a certain way or whatever. But cultures are different between now and then 100 percent. like i don't know that a guy can get away with doing what he did now no no i go ahead i'll let you finish your thought and then i have something on add to that like the way he treated teammates wasn't always the 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 best like and he he'll readily tell you that but then if you go back and you listen to his teammates talk like once once he respected you and all that like then everything was, was good to go he just wanted to make sure you were there to do to like have the same purpose as him, which was only to win. Like we can do whatever you want to do, whenever you want to do it. How, as long as we win, whatever. I don't care after that. We have to win first. Yeah. And, and it's it's very hard. It, it today's world is different. Yeah. There. So uh, to your point, I think let me because I, I have a question for you. Mm-hmm. Um. To your first point, there's no way he could be successful in today's society with what he did then no as far as teammates how he handled himself there's he wouldn't he wouldn't we people wouldn't appreciate his greatness like we do now 
he, that that would never fly. He can he would do that. Scott Burrell would end MJ's career if Scott Burrell wasn't who he was. If he's somebody different in today, softer. Right. Is what I'm getting at. Yeah. But let me ask you: Do you like Michael's style of a teammate? Personally. Yeah. Really. See, I don't agree. I don't agree with every everything that he did, like leadership wise. No, Can't I don't. I don't results. I mean, no, no, no. I'm, I'm with you, but Maybe I but there's there's. Part. I don't know if there's ever a situation where you're going to agree with your team captain or your team leader with everything they do. You know what I mean? So I so agree with that. I'm like you, a, a huge competitor. Like mm, me and me and Shango play basketball, right? We, we've made up these games, and, and if if I beat him. He's, I mean, you can see it in his face. He gets pissed. <laughs> yeah. And he's the same, like, I'm the same way. When he whoops my ass, there's, I can't tell you how angry it makes me. Yeah. And most of the time it's my own fault, but it still, it, it angers me. Right. So for me to, to know that my leader or, or my teammate wants to win no matter what, at all costs, I think that we could, we could gel. Now I could be wrong, and maybe he would hate me, and I would hate him. I, I don't know that to be certain, but just yeah. on the outside looking in, to have somebody that competitive, that that thinks like me and acts like me and wants to win as much as I do, or maybe more for in his case because he's a freak show, then I, I think I could. Uh, I think I could play with him. I do. Oh, I, oh, I know, I know that you and I could, but I, I can in that same breath, I also can say we might fight. Yeah, you, we would probably fight, mm-hmm. but I also think that. Just like coaching, I don't. Whenever I, whenever I coach, and I know you feel the same way, I never treated anyone the same. I will tell you from day one in my defensive meeting room, I would say, I'm I'm not treating any of you the same, but I will treat you all fair. Right. There were some kids that I could, I, I could treat differently. Mm-hmm. They were tougher. I I could ride them. Ethan Umstead. I mean, there's a, it goes on, I, and I did. I demanded more out of them than I did anyone else because I knew they had it. But if I did that to some there's other kids on our roster that I would lose them. I'm not gonna get the most out of them. Right. They they won't respect me. They don't respond to that. So I think MJ was just one way hard nosed and while I respect it, it would work for me. Mm-hmm. I don't I, I'm sure he probably lost teammates along the way. Guys were traded, guys were moved on. But in I think all that to say he didn't care. The end of the story was to be to get winners, get rid of them, get me someone in here that will compete. Yeah, to the level that I want them to compete. Yeah. So I don't agree with everything they did leadership wise. Can't argue his results though. Agreed. And, 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 and it, his leadership style would work on me. Just true. want to make that clear. Right. But, but it's also a little. I mean, it, it's a lot different from coaching leadership to to player, player leadership. You're right. Because as a coach, like you said, you, you have to you have to. And Phil did that. Yeah, and Phil was able to. to Go hard on Jordan, <laughs> and then right. on Dennis. You know, hey, you, you kind of Mike. He needs a vacation. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. But, so. but Mike knew Dennis was going to be ready, so I don't. know. It's kind of a catch twenty two. I'm, I'm I'm almost talking in circles out of both sides of my mouth, <laughs> but because I because it's so hard. Because I I like it personally. Like I I would be totally fine with a teammate being like that. I don't think I was ever a tyrant like that, but I know we never, there was stuff that we didn't accept. Yeah. You know, we didn't, I don't think we, I don't know. I don't know. I, I have to think about that and talk about that off air. I'm not going to go through that on, <laughs> on the air, but. Um, 
a couple of things kind of related, kind of not mostly related. It's all going to be related. I, I just don't know which order I want to go in. Uh, let's go with, let's go with another documentary mm-hmm. about an athlete, any other athlete, any other sport that you want to see. Oh, I mean, it, it could even be basketball. It, like I know that the Kobe thing's coming out about his last season in LA. So we're not going to, we're not going to talk about that. Is one. that, is that real? I, I heard it was real. I don't know. I read on it somewhere that it was going to happen. Wow. Um, but I don't know that to be certain myself, but I mean, there's a there's a large list of yeah, really really good really good uh, competitors, but I, I got two that I would. Well, I would. this wasn't this wasn't on our show notes, so let me have <laughs> you go go. Give me your first one. Give me a minute to think, and then I'll give you mine, and then you can give me your other one. All right, my my first one, and if I had to choose just one, it would be Tiger Woods, and it's really not that close. Yeah, that's a damn good one. I hadn't thought about that. I was yeah, I was I, in the football world. Yeah, yeah. Just, just for oh, for that roller coaster. Yeah, I mean. You, oh boy, that's a roller coaster. So I would like that one. I think that's the one. If I had to pick just well, one, if we had just one. I'm co-signing. I need that. Tiger yeah. needs to go ahead and sign up for that. Yeah, I think I, he might potentially, but there there wouldn't be the same type of footage and 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 whatnot if they didn't already have it. Yeah, there's no way. But I would love to know what truly happened between him and Elon and and all that and like the the the. How- I don't know if he would ever even tell that. But no, yeah, it's I'm, interesting I'm, though. I'm, I'm with you, yeah, for sure. But, I would, I would like yeah, that because, because I mean, he's the same type of competitor. Like he's he has that same mental side of his game to where he he doesn't accept failure very much, right? Um, and, and the then, rise and fall, and the rise and the fall, and then you know now that he's a little bit older and and he you can tell he he not accepts failure more, but he is. Uh, I don't know how to how to say it without say, saying he accepts failure, but he he seems to be more worried about just having not having fun. I, I don't know how to say it, but you know what I mean. I think he's uh, I think he's matured. I think he's as he's gotten older. I think he's he's kind of realized that golf's not everything. Throttled back, right? right. It's not the end all be all. I'll buy that. Yeah. Um, I found I got mine. It's okay. in, in the football world, but um, it didn't really have a it didn't really have a fall. It was primarily just a rise but ray lewis documentary oh there was a fall well there was some there was some his his game never never no his game never fell but his personal life stuff that went down yeah he was also in miami when it would have been interesting to know like what was it two live crew and all that back in the day at miami and i I like this yeah i could i could when the u was the u and yeah i could uh he played with some real good players and he was an elite football player but um, he's a linebacker. Ray Lewis would be a good one for me. My my other one was was Tom Brady. Yeah, just he's just a poster child. I don't know, like yeah, I but think I would get sick of seeing how great his life was. Honestly, you're probably right about that. But I, I we've heard stories of how hard he worked and works yeah. continuously. Like Drew Brees the, would be interesting too. That would be pretty he interesting because some, he had some obstacles. He had some personal stuff, some shoulder stuff. Was counted out by the Chargers. Didn't get the. What in Miami? Yeah, because uh, felt he, a physical or something mm-hmm, like yeah, that. Yeah, had a Wasn't shoulder Saban issue. there? Yeah, Saban was there. Saban never goes to Alabama to mm-hmm. keep the breeze. It'd be pretty interesting. I like that. Um, what about yeah. this? What about LeBron James? Would you? He's he's grabbing a an out, uh, a, a cold snack right now. Hold on. I'm back. And we're back. All right. What about LeBron James? Do you want to see a LeBron James documentary? Hell yeah! I think LeBron James is a freak athlete. 
I, I do too. I would like to see it too. I don't, and that's the one thing with all this Michael stuff. And we're at thirty minutes. I don't know how we got here. Oh my god! But the LeBron, like all LeBron hate. I said it previously, and I'll say it again. It's not warranted. Like this is a pro Michael thing. This is not an anti LeBron. I don't particularly care for LeBron, but it's not. It's ridiculous. Is he the same competitor as Michael? No, hell no. But is he a better athlete? Hell yeah. If he had the same type of mentality as Mike. Then there would be no goat conversation. No, it, there wouldn't. But be. he doesn't have that killer instinct. That kill, he's had glimpses of it and flashes of it, but that's not what Michael was every day, every game. He brought it every mm-hmm. practice, and I know LeBron's a good teammate, and LeBron off the court and never done anything, but not go off on a tangent. Yes, absolutely, would love to see a LeBron thing, but not not before Tiger, not before. There's a, there's probably quite a few before him. I can appreciate that, but I, I would like to see it too, just because. Like I mean, he's an interesting guy to me. He, he's 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 been a, yeah he's been a model citizen his whole career. People can listen if you if I I, I yeah. get I get annoyed by people talking about hey stick to sports or yeah stick to sports. You're yeah. not a you're he he's a human being. He has <laughs> he has opinions and thoughts just like you and I do. Like. Right. He just uses his platform. Yeah. Because he's self-made. Yeah, stick to dribbling a basketball. Stick to going to hell. No, I can stick to whatever I want to stick to. And right. he sticks to whatever he wants. That's fine. I like that part of LeBron I have absolutely no part problem nope. with. Same. And if LeBron, in my opinion, if LeBron played hard night in and night out on both ends of the court, ninety-nine point nine percent of the people that don't like him would like him. That's the, there's going to be some people that just love Michael Jordan so much they can never get over their their hatred for other people. Right. I I'm with you. I don't personally hate LeBron. I hate watching him play basketball. Yeah. Because I know what he could be. Yeah. And that's where that's where it, it bothers me to see where he could be and then where he is, which is still a top. It's not arguable that he's a top seven to eight player in the history of the league. Yeah, I would say like top three, but that's yeah, good. I mean top three. I mean, you could probably argue a couple of people, but top seven, eight, like there, there's no question about it. Like that's inarguable, right? So I think he's robbing us. LeBron's robbing us as a fan, like what he could be. That was one thing Michael said. People paid to see me play. I'm gonna give him a show. Uh, yeah, he said that. Like, he, he said that. He said that, and he meant it because he did it. It's just, yeah. I, I mean, yeah. Yeah, Ahmad Rashad said it in the show too. That that was his mindset, like. There may be a twelve-year-old child in the audience that may never get to see him again, and he don't want to. He yeah. don't want to be that. Don't he? Don't want that night to be the night that he scores twelve, and the kid's like, eh. Yeah. Like He's that okay. was like, like that's crazy to me that you can be in the moment and be a twenty-four-year-old kid or or young adult and think that way. Like most people don't have it. That's the difference. That, yeah, exactly. You're right. So, yeah. No, I'm. I was super thrilled with the last dance. It was a freaking unbelievable. Just unbelievable, man. It really the whole, was. The whole thing was just so good. It really was. Um, let's talk about Shaq. We talked. We, we said we were going to talk about that in our show notes. Um, Shaq said his Lakers dynasty could be the Warriors or the Bulls and the Bulls, not or the Warriors and the Bulls if they if they played a seven game series. What are your thoughts on that? So let's go to the Warriors first. Mm-hmm. I think they can beat the Warriors. I do too. Um, so we don't need to go any any further there. They have ab- the way the game was officiated in Shaq's time. They have absolutely no answer for Shaquille O'Neal. Nobody did. That's why they changed the game. Uh, yeah, hack a Shaq uh, defensive three seconds. Yeah, yeah. So no, I, 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 and then they have Kobe. 
Right, and that's yeah. that's just the two stars. We're not talking about the role players of Fisher, yeah. Ori, Ori, Rick Fox. Right, uh-uh. yeah. We can go on and on and on. Right. Now, that's not to take away from the Warriors. No, because they were very, very good, too. Right, they're going to shoot the lights out. Yeah, but and it's going to be tough for them to guard Durant. No, no, they're going to they're going to have a hard time guarding him. Yeah, well, I think I think Kobe would probably take that personal. He would guard Durant. Fisher would guard Curry. Fisher was a good defender. Curry's going to get his. Of course, yes. But the issue is with the other ones, right? And and they have Rick Fox or whoever they could guard. Um, Clay, Dr- Clay, yeah, Clay Thompson. Yeah, Draymond's a non-factor in that series. Uh huh. Period. I agree. It's, he's a stretch four though. If they if they put if, that's the other thing. If yeah, they but, put Shaq on the wing. Okay, it gets a little bit. That changes how the game's played. But, a little but bit, Robert Ory would guard would guard Draymond. Yeah, I mean they're fine. Trust me, I I would take the Lakers. Yeah. In a seven game series, where do you have it at? Four one. Yeah, me too. I was literally thinking four one. I had to tell myself, don't do it four zero. Yeah, same. But they're gonna I, grab one. They might grab because they're gonna shoot the lights out. Yeah, they're gonna at, at, least at least in one game. At least once. Yeah. And there's that nobody. I don't care who you are is gonna be able to overcome that. No. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I say four one. At the most, four two. Agreed. Um, yeah. What about the Bulls? That gets interesting. I still think I don't think they could beat the Bulls. See, I, I think they. I think they could. You think they could beat the Bulls? It's the same thing. They don't have an answer for Shaq. Yeah, I think they could. I because of that, because Shaq, such a force, and then Kobe and Michael going at it would be just ridiculously fun. I think the X factor is Scottie Pippen. He's a top fifty player all time. That's true. I mean, that's why that's what that's where my mind went. They don't have an answer for Shaq. They had bigger bodies. I mean, Luke Longley. I'm not going to sit here and say he's going to stop Shaq. Nobody was going to stop Shaq. But I don't think I don't think the Lakers match up well defensively on. On the Bulls, either it'll be an interesting series. I think it goes seven games, but I could, yeah, I think it'd probably go seven as well. But I, that's the cop out answer, right? Seven games. But I think uh, <laughs> I would probably take, I would probably take the, uh, I'd probably take the Bulls. I think Shaq will get in foul trouble at some point. They're gonna go at him. I don't know. I, I think it'd be their only chance. Yeah, I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get drugged for this, but I still think the Lakers. I think the Lakers win. Yeah, I mean, that's your opinion. Yeah. I'm cool okay that. That. That's interesting. It, yeah. I would love to see it. I wish there was a way we could see that. Yeah, same. So let's go from pro uh, to college. Um, All right. Florida had some pretty good news mm. here as of late since we recorded last, right? Uh, yeah. A grad transfer O-lineman. He's um, a guard. A guard. Where's he, where's he from? Mississippi, Mississippi State? Mississippi State. He started three, three years there. I think I'm not sure. I know he's a starter. Yeah, I definitely know he's a starter. Um, does he go? Does he start for Florida? Y'all are pretty good on the interior, right? I I don't think he comes there to be a backup. I'll say that. Yeah, that's true. I mean, if he's a grad transfer, there's no reason to go somewhere where you're not going to play. Right. Or or yeah, to me, he has to know that he's he's. Well, yeah, they're you they're, perform. You're a starter. They're a one year free agent. Basically, it's, it's your job to lose. Essentially, I feel like right. I, I agree with that. So I think that's I think that's why he's he's coming to Gainesville. Mullen recruited him though to yes. Mississippi State, so yes. they had that prior relationship. Right. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, that's a I, good. That is a good get. That's a good get. Um, if nothing else, it raises the floor at the position. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And, and after the Walker news, you bring this news on. Yeah. So it's it's a one year band aid. Yeah, it helps. You need it's necessary. Exactly. And honestly, I mean, even if you throw Walker, Isaiah Walker completely out. Florida's recruited the O-line position really well the last two years. Yep. Um, so, yeah, I, I'm okay with where we're at on the O-line as, yeah. it, going forward. Uh, they have to develop, and they still have to, to perform. Yeah, but, but Hevesy's going to do that. 
Hevis is a really good football coach, I he's, believe. He's known for that. Yeah, he, he's a really good football coach. So, you know, a guy that, uh, they, again, he, he's coming into a situation he knows with Hevesy and Brian Johnson and uh, – Mullen? Uh, of course, Mullen. Um, Billy Gonzalez, that's who I was thinking of. Right. Um, so, uh, between all those guys, I mean, he knows, he knows the staff quite well. Right, it's home. I mean, yeah. it, it makes it very comfortable. Yeah. Um, Whenever Mississippi State had gotten pretty uncomfortable. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Kylan Hill, who's the running back there, he tweeted, I think yesterday maybe, um, still got that Mullen mentality, oh. dot, 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 dot. Huh. I don't know. You could use it back. I don't know. 1,300-yard rusher last year in a pretty bad offense. So You guys need a back. He was in the portal, um, but he, he, cho- he ended up choosing to stay at Mississippi State. So I don't think, I don't think that's a, a sign of things to come. I, I truly think he was just saying – yeah, he he misses the the Mullen mentality and that, <laughs> that uh, um, it would be a crowded backfield to go to. I mean, they we, they get a lot of shit yeah. for not having tons of numbers at the position, right? But at the top, it's as good as I mean, it's just fine. Yeah, I think so too. I, I I said last week I didn't I don't I'm not overly concerned with the running back position. I know a lot of people are, and that's that's fine. You can be, but nah. I'm I'm okay with where we're at at the running back position. Um, other news: Dewan Black finally qualified. Good for him. Yeah, I'm excited for that kid, man. He he. Uh, he's a good player too. He's a very good player. He's he's one of those guys that can he can he can go at any level of the defense. I mean, he can be a stand up edge rusher. He can play linebacker somewhere, or he can play safety. It's kind of good to have have guys like that in the or in the offense in the defense. Or on the defense, so he's. Uh, it's moving to positionless, man. Like it is, it truly is, especially at that spot. Mm-hmm. Like the hybrid linebacker, safety, slot corner, nickelback is all edge rusher. Like yeah, it's moving. Mm-hmm. It's moving that way. Yeah. Well, people saw how successful Derwin James has been. I was going to say I didn't want to say it, but no, but that's like a homer. But no, but that's true. I mean, that's 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 kind of the first guy that was like a, a safety that was. In the box, but he also lined up out wide to play corner in the slot. Can literally do it all at six four and a half or whatever six right. four six three and a half. Yeah, and, and so then you know you have Isaiah Simmons. Yeah, the um, next of the we'll see how he play how he pans out, but but as far as his ability, like man, freak show. Yeah, he's he's silly athletic, so I'm sure he'll be just fine. I'm happy for Dewan Black as a Seminole fan. I've seen a lot of that. A lot of Seminole fans were congr- uh, congratulating that kid. He's just been a hardcore Gator from through and through, and that at, at some point you have to respect that. Uh, yeah, I think uh, a lot of Florida State fans at first, because he was so hardcore Gator, yeah, they they gave him hell, especially when he didn't qualify. Yeah, the first that's time. trash as hell. I yeah. hate that. They did do that. You're right. I'm glad you brought that up because it wasn't always sunshine and rainbows from my fan base. Right. They were. They were. They were. Every fan base has a couple of village idiots, um, and they were <laughs> the most outspoken about. Well, they always are. It's just terrible though. Like, yeah. That's his dream to play there, and you're relishing and him not making whatever, how, whatever happened, right? It not working out, yeah. And but now I saw a lot more good than bad. A lot of people like congratulating the kid because that's not an easy road. No, it's really not. And and yeah, that's that's it. It's just not an easy road. Juco and, is not for the faint of heart, man. Uh, no, I mean, and you know, piece of people personally from you know areas of, from around here that it's yeah. it's just it's it's a difficult situation especially I, whenever you were like so close to being at your dream school florida where it's still not easy but it is a hell of a lot easier than going to the juco route right and glamorous obviously yeah oh god a lot more glamorous yeah. juco buddy oh. Woo. yeah so happy for dewan hopefully uh 
Uh, hopefully everything still continues to go smooth. He he's I'm pretty sure said he's enrolling in December, so it's like a done deal, done deal, which is great, good for yeah, him, fantastic for the kid. He, he he, I feel like like you said he stuck with it and he deserves a little break in life. So yeah, I'm glad he's getting that. Happy for him. Uh, Leonard Manuel. I guess we can talk him. I don't know his deal. I, I don't. I don't know. He, he put in his uh, Twitter bio that he's UF twenty three. So I, I don't know if that means he's a UF signee coming to UF. Maybe he's coming to UF. I will say one thing about him and one thing only: the feelings I have for Dewan Black are not mutual for Leonard Manuel. <laughs> I mean, I'm happy he's going to Florida now. Don't get me wrong. That's not what I'm getting at. No, but, no, I know. I, I know what you mean, but... But I just want to clarify it because we talked about it off air. Right. And then the, the, the second thing or part B to that one thing I said I was going to say was, um, it's a question more or less, the COVID-19 pandemic allowed college athletes to get into school without test scores, Correct. I'm not sure, but I'll have to assume so. Oh, I'm almost, I'm, I'm, that's a rhetorical question. Uh, yes, you do not need an ACT or SAT score to get to a university. You have to have the proper credits, you have to graduate, and you have to have a GPA, but test score is out the window. There was none. Congratulations to those guys. So happy for those guys, but honestly, I am happy for those guys. Good for, I mean, good for him. He, w- he would not have, uh, I'm not going there. Good for him. Yeah. It, it worked out the right way for him. He's going to have an opportunity at a big-time degree from University of Florida, mm-hmm. one that he was not going to have, most likely was not going to have, had things not shook out the way they did. So hopefully he takes advantage of it, makes things right. Um, yeah, like you alluded to just a few minutes ago, some guys just really aren't cut out for the JUCO life or the or the the staying, the the, the – whatever stick to itness. Yeah. Like, stay in the course. Yeah, stay in the course. It's not it's not for everybody. I don't and, know and if I, he would, I don't think he would have fared well if if he had to go that route. So honestly, honestly, sincerely, I am glad that it worked out that way for him because I think he may have gotten lost in everything had it not worked out that way. Yeah. But good for him. He's gonna have a shot at a freaking hell of a degree at the University of Florida and obviously playing time. I don't know how good of a prospect he is. He's just such a he's, he's like a is he like a Kyle Pitts that's uh, maybe a little bit faster and not as big? Yeah, he's. I don't he, think he's. He does, out, he, I don't think he's an outside receiver. I really don't either, but a lot of people do. So. No, I know a lot of people do. I've seen him play, but me hey, too. What do I know, right? <laughs> no, that's a, that is a good get. Good for the kid, and then good for the university. I thought for sure there was no way unless there was a global pandemic that he was getting into UF, and well, got the got the global pandemic, so. Good for the kid. I feel you on that. Um, anything Florida State? I think that's all Florida related that I can remember off the top of my head. Uh, the only other thing, and I don't know why I'm doing it to myself, but the number four player in the country. Oh, that's right. The defensive tackle yeah. from Palmetto uh-huh. is like a hard lean to Florida. So assuming they close on that, that's a, that will be a hell of a get. Um, I've said from the beginning the three Palmetto kids were, were their, their, their needs. Yeah. The and it's pal- not necessarily because of uh, – because all three are great, but if you get one, you get them all pretty much. I feel like that's probably the case. The Corey Collier kid is a Florida State legacy. He just dropped the top six, has Florida, Florida State. Um, LSU, I think. LSU, Clemson, Clemson, Bama. Miami. Miami, all in his top six. Mm-hmm. He does not have a committable offer to Clemson, I don't believe. Probably not. I, not at this current state. Right. They're, they're going to want him to camp, but probably not to Bama either. But – He's a good player. He is a good player. I, I'd love to have him in Tallahassee. I don't think there's a chance that he comes. But Yeah, I think he's a Florida 
Yeah, Florida Miami guy. I think he's a Florida lean too. I think, and so is the Marshall kid. So all Mm -hmm. three are technically Florida leans from Palmetto. That'd be a hell of a pool. How good is that defense? Uh, And at Palmetto High School, that's dumb. Like you have the number four player in the country, top five corner, and a top five safety mm -hmm. in the country. Have fun. Okay. Good luck. Yeah. I'm calling whatever the hell I want. I might call in Gage 8. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a real thing. That's a joke. What? Um, All these years? I, no, I'm just kidding. Yeah, high school coaches don't run this shit. Um, no, but that, that's a, I saw that. The new rankings came out yesterday as you're listening. Um, and I, I was just scrolling through the top. And I saw the, the number four player in the country that's a freaking defensive tackle is uh, All Gator. That wasn't the most comforting thing. Um but no, Florida. We can, I think that was the last thing as far yeah, as Florida's related. Yeah. That was a really good. That was a really good couple of weeks or a week, if you will, in the summer. It's been. It's been. Not going better. Work. Yeah. Better the last the last week and a half or so. The sky was falling again three weeks ago. It was actually falling though. Yeah. It was looking really ugly. It, every summer it looks really but, ugly. But so. it's, but it's it definitely is better. It's better right now. Yeah. This, I mean, this a, is the a best, ton better. Best week and a half of the summer we've had in a long time. So you're joking, but seriously. No, I'm not joking at all. <laughs> I just I know you're not joking, but people think you are. You're not. No, no, no. Florida, Florida in the summer is a, a so a strange thing. It's a strange thing. That's a very good way to put it. And uh, right now, it's it's we're getting really close to summer, and it's it's been a good week and a half. So hopefully, they can carry that momentum, which is huge. Yeah. Um, forward for the next few weeks. Yeah, I'm kind of hoping. I'm kind of hoping it doesn't happen. Of course, uh, that was too good of a week. Next week we record. I hope someone else left or something. Anyway, wouldn't shock me. Um, but as far as Florida State, speaking of someone leaving, we talked about. I think it's two weeks ago, maybe three weeks. Uh-huh. The defensive tackle from Mississippi State, uh, Fabian Lovett, was going to be in the rotation this year. More importantly, was most likely going to start next year at defensive tackle. He transfer portal guy from Mississippi State. Commits to Florida State, has a graphic, does an interview on a Florida State podcast, and like about a week or two after that, takes everything out of he, defensive lineman at Florida State, has the header, <laughs> it's Florida State. <laughs> now everything is, there's not a, a, uh, no, there's a trace nothing. of yeah. Florida State on any of his social media, and he's gone black out, like that ghost, nobody can get a hold of him for comment. So my guess is he's that's uh, typically not a good sign. So yeah. he probably won't ever play a snap in Tallahassee. I didn't realize this with the transfer portal stuff. When they say they commit, it's like a verbal commitment. That's right. all it is. They're not enrolling right away. They're not on campus. That's the other thing. So it, he would have been though, like if had the virus not happened, right. he would have been on campus. He would have enrolled for summer classes. Or they would have pushed that. Um, but that didn't happen because there was nobody around. So um, he, it looks like he's going to end up at Ole Miss. Um, whatever. It's a, that's a loss. There ain't no way around it. But we weren't counting on him before. But then when you get him, you're like, you get excited about it. Right. But um, so he's probably going to end up at Ole Miss. Um, trying to think. We got the commitment. We talked about the other corner mm-hmm. last week. Yeah. We got another commitment from a corner. I actually really like his film. I think he's. Outside of the top 500 nationally, he's like 515, but he's a three-star corner out of Miami. I think he's listed like 510. He's really thin, though. He's like 165, 170 pounds, small kid. But he plays corner, and he plays it well. Go watch his film. He's pretty good. I like his tape anyways. Um, he's, he's a good player. He's not like a Jalen Ramsey or a you know, Derwin James, but they're not in a position to take those guys. 
Well, yeah, I mean, those guys don't grow on trees either, so. Well, that's true. So, but I mean, it's not a bad take in my opinion. I think he's better. I think he's probably a four-star kid. But, I mean, I'm not going to say who he reminds me of yet. I'll have to watch a little bit more film. But <laughs> he reminds me of somebody I really like. Um, so, we'll see. I think overall it's a good take for Florida State. They're now 32nd in the country. Still out recruiting Bama and Oklahoma. So, you know. We're, there you we're, go. We're just doing things in Tallahassee. No, um, <laughs> the, one, the one thing that people did say, they're, they're on the smaller side at corner. They're not your prototypical 6'6", six 6'1". Six but they signed two guys last, last year, last cycle, that were big corners, six foot one, Demore Tate, which was a five star, and then uh, Sidney Williams, which was a three star, but he had ACL surgery. He's actually probably a lot better than than that raking, but lack of film messed him up. But he was also six foot one, like legitimate six one. So took a couple smaller guys, five ten and five eleven, not the smallest, but let me ask you this: as a defensive guy, does do you do you feel that's a huge issue do you do you like it dislike it do you like taller corners shorter corners does it really matter my personal preference is pretty much because i didn't really have a choice um the best corner i've ever seen play in person at the high school level is five eight roger cray and he'll kill me for that he calls himself five nine and a half or five ten but he's about five eight and a half maybe five nine he's the best one of the best corners i've ever seen play in person um i agree uh I'll but co-sign that but the difference with him is this so Yes, give me a tall corner. Give me a long corner. It doesn't have to be tall like 6'2", six, 6'3", six, but six foot, I, I, because there's things that I can't teach. The, what separated Roger, because he was so short, he had to make up in other areas. And we talked about it off air. He had a, like a 40-inch vertical, like a legitimate 40-inch vertical. Well, that covers, I mean, that that that, that makes the length a non-factor. Because right. he... And his ball skills were better than anything I've ever seen. He could have played. He should have played receiver. I was going to say I heard multiple times that, like in practice, he would go to receiver and just eat people up. And when we got in the bunch, he would, or in the pinch, he would go play receiver. He was the fifth wide receiver that went empty with <laughs> Latrell Williams, Mike Jackson, Dallin Washington, uh, Nate Maxwell, and Roger Cray as the five wide. <laughs> yeah, good luck. That's why he scored so many points. But. Um, but his ball skills were good, which made up for length. Right. Um, and his, he could jump. And he, and he power cleaned 315 pounds. I yeah. swear to God, I know that's a fact. I've seen him do it. Um, that He's strong as hell. So if you don't have the length, you have to have something else. And it's just easier to find a player that's taller because they don't have to be a 40-inch vertical. They don't have to have unbelievable ball skills. So personally, yeah, give me a bigger corner. Okay. But – and especially at the high school level, you're not always privy to that. Like you don't get to you don't get to go handpick guys often, right. anyways. Um, but yeah, he's he, it's okay. It's a decent decent player. Um, it's a decent take for where they're at right now. He's got family in Tallahassee. His sister goes to Florida State. Another one's about to go to Florida State. His twin, I believe. So good take. That's good. Anything that's, else? That's just about it. Oh, um, pretty much all of the players are on campus. Um, I think like eighty percent are in Tallahassee right now. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and they're uh, they started doing uh, the virus testing on players and staff today or yesterday, as you're listening, to prepare for whenever they do open things up on. They anticipate June first. Mm-hmm. Um, they'll be ready to go wide open. And so they've already listen. They've already been working out. They've already been they've they're they've been doing what they need to do. So. That's a, that's only a positive thing. There's one other thing, and then I'll be done with Florida State. 
was Amari Gaynor, which is people think he's an outside linebacker, like a hybrid, like a Derwin James. Uh, no, he is not that. He is too stiff to be that. Yes. He may develop into that. Um, but as his current, no. So I say that to say this. He's gained 27 pounds since January. Oh, wow. Yeah, he's now 230. Florida State does not have an edge rusher. Amar Gainer, when he was at Childs, was a defensive end edge rusher. Mm-hmm. They're 100% transitioning that guy into that position. They may say he's going to play outside backer in a stand-up position. He may play some in space. I promise you, if that kid plays outside linebacker, like a hybrid nickelback safety-type big body, that is not good for Florida State's defense. Not because he's not a good player, but that's not what his skill set is. Yeah. not what he does best. Yeah. So when he was 200 pounds, okay, but now he's 230. So you tell me why we're adding weight. Yeah, I mean, he's going to defensive end. Absolutely. Absolutely. Or rush in, specialty right, type right, guy. Right, 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 right. Like, you know, he, he may drop into coverage on occasion, and he'd be great at that, cover the flats. But if you're asking him to run with a, a 4-3 or 4-4 four, four down the seam in a match coverage, nope, 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 Not nope. Today. Or, or Or he's having a choice route with a, with a slot receiver that's – it can can depending on the defense's the defender's leverage can turn a a, a curl into a slant or a, a curl into an out route. Right. Okay. Well, you're going to ask that guy to change directions like that. Not going to happen. He's not that guy. I promise you, he's not that guy. So I'm happy that to me that makes me feel better because that was you go to message boards and you go on blogs and websites and they're saying yeah he's an outside linebacker like the kind that plays in space. Right. No, not no, this guy. No, 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 he's not that. But that's my last board state news. Gotcha. Maybe so, we'll get football soon. That's that's where I was actually going to next because you said June first happened to be like the target date for for having. Now is that just at Florida State? Is that everywhere? Where? What is that? I think it's in Florida. Yeah. Um, I know just about anyone that matters has said we're going to have fall classes. Yeah, I know Florida has a plan. And our governor is as proactive as possible, which I'm thankful for, about Agreed. getting things back to normal. That's not a political thing, just getting things back to like life as usual. Yes. Um, you know, a lot of times people talk about, oh, safety, safety, safety. I have, I can't tell you the amount of tweets I've seen from college athletes. It's like, hey, y'all have got to get us back to campus. It is so much safer at our campus than it is at our house. Right. And that's a true story. It really is for a lot of them. A lot of them. And so and they, they've said themselves, this is not me saying this, but I get better food. I get better training. I get better care. I get better treatment. I get better housing. I get better everything while I'm, at co- while I'm in college. Right. <laughs> Let us go back as soon as possible. Obviously when it's safe. And But anyways, as far as that's concerned, I think the governor – is going to, he seems to be proactive. June 1st seems to be like a target date. Nothing's confirmed or official, but I can promise you there's a reason why the majority of Florida's program players Mm -hmm. roster is Mm -hmm. in Gainesville and why Florida State's is in Tallahassee. I agree. They're gearing up to get this thing back to training. And then the sooner that happens, I think the better, the better that, or the better sign that is for a, a college football season Period. Period. Yeah. Whether yeah. it starts on time or not. Yeah. Same with the NFL. I, I think. I think all sports truly are are on the way back. I do. And I know people keep saying, "Oh, maybe maybe in empty stadiums." 
We'll I'm, see. I'm, we'll, we'll see how that goes. I, I, I don't know that by August or September, I, I don't know that people are so over everything that, that it's not back to relatively close to normal. I don't know that it will be, though. I, I mean, it may be as August, September, everybody's like, nah, it ain't safe yet, so let's, let's not do this. And then... I, I just think it would be, and we've talked about this before, so I don't want to. I don't want to get too deep into it, I guess. But it, just logistically, for college football programs and and colleges in general, and then the NFL and and what you do with them, like MLB's going through it right now with with you know Blake Snell, one of the one of the guys that Cy Young Award winner. He said he's not playing for for half his pay. I'm getting my money. Yeah, I'm getting my money. He's like, you can think what you want to about me, but I'm gonna get my money. And if I don't play this year, then I just don't play this year. And and that's fine. I think that if if especially in the professional ranks, if 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 somebody doesn't want to play, forget it. Don't let them play. That's fine. You don't have to play. You don't have to play. We're right. not gonna force you to play. And I think that's okay. I'm okay. Um, just understand that you're not getting any money now. Yeah. So stay safe. Just don't expect a paycheck. That's yeah. all. No big deal. No harm, no foul. Yeah. And I think that I think Catch that's okay. Next spring. Right. So you wasted a year of your career, but hey, that's that's, that's fine. That's your choice. Yeah, you did that. So yeah. you made the choice, and that that's that's great. Good for you. Mm-hmm. Um, I did see a plan from uh, of all people, Bryce Harper hmm. on Instagram. Okay, it was it was pretty interesting. It's it's a long. Yeah, I mean, it it was super well thought out. Apparently, I don't know if he actually came up with it or if uh, we can might revisit that. What do you think about revisiting that for uh, next week? Yeah, we can do that. Yeah, we can yeah. revisit it when Shane's on, right? Yeah. Oh yeah, we get Shane Edge. If yeah. you're still listening this this far in, at an hour in, you are a, a real deal listener. It's an hour in. An hour. Okay. Well, my mic's screwing up anyways because it's it keeps falling. The little yeah. little spit guard keeps falling. I'm gonna spit everywhere. So the one thing I will say, the last thing I'll say, I think we we'll probably can wrap this thing up. Yes, sir. Um about the sports and the state of sports is this. We, we care about trends. Florida's trending up in recruiting. Florida State's trending down in recruiting. Whatever. It's all about trends. Not long ago, there will be no college football season. Right. There will be um, no, no season played at all, period. Well, now we're looking at we're probably going to have some form of a season. Right. And then it was there's absolutely no fans ever going to be in a stadium. And now it's looking like you see the number 20,000, 30,000 thrown out there. Mm-hmm. All I'm saying is we went from absolutely never going to happen to, yep, we're most likely going to have – we've already had live sports in the month of May. Right? right. Multiple sports. Yeah. Now we've had golf matches and – UFC already had, and already had, yeah, NASCAR. UFC, we've already had that. So now it's like, okay, now we're actually probably going to have a football season. We have football players going to campus in June mm-hmm. um, to train. All, all states have said pro teams can play currently with no fans, but yeah, as of June, I don't know, I can't remember the exact fifth or sixth. Yeah, like I think every state is allowing professional teams to to resume to resume activities. So uh, Bishop Dortmund in uh, overseas in um, I think it's Germany. They played mm-hmm. that huge soccer match. Yep, in an empty stadium. They already played soccer. Like they're. All I'm saying is it feels like it's still trending to we're going to have a football season. There may be limited fans. Maybe. Maybe. It's looking like we're going to – it's all trending in the right direction. So, that's a good sign. I agree. Brad. Damn it. He's Damn. not here. No Brad. All right. Well, this has been Joey Edge along with Chris Martinez, and we are Front Porch Sitting. See you next time, sitters. Sitters.